Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It's me, Jason McIntyre, here on Straight Fire. Monday, December 14th. Hope everybody had an outstanding weekend. We are rapidly approaching Christmas Happy holidays to all, including the guy that I saw in the Shake Shack parking lot who gave me a shout-out for the podcast. Uh, I don't know your name, but uh, you guys know, obviously, all restaurants are closed in L.A. everywhere. I mean, L.A. forever now. And um, yes, I order off the Shake Shack app. Give me that spicy chicken sandwich. So good. And um, I put down my window to get the bag from the person who brings out your Shake Shack bag. By the way. Shake Shack for life, over, in and out, in a heartbeat. Don't, don't, don't even at me on social media about this. There's no debate. Shake Shack crushes in and out. Um, and I say thank you to the lady, and then uh, I start reversing. And then, you know, there's, like, people walking, and then there's other cars. And I have to, like, pause in my car. I look to the side, and this guy has his window, and he looks at me, and then he looks again. He's like, yo, Jay, straight fire. And I just, like, I'm, like, frozen, like, oh, what's up? And he gives me this, keep on keeping on. And I was like, all right, man. All right, brother. Thank you. It was, it, listen, that Shake Shack is weird because it's kind of near where I live. And I've been noticed there before. And that one, other times with like my kids, which is a little embarrassing. And, and again, I am small potatoes, but I, it is fun to know that the podcast is getting some traction. And it's weird, you know, being in people's ears kind of creates a level of intimacy and, even if I haven't met you, you kind of, you guys know what I am. I'm not faking the funk out here. There's a lot of guys who are studio gangster frauds out there on social media who talk a lot of talk and then you meet them and it ain't the same person. This is who I am. I mean, I'm going to tell it like it is. It's gotten me where I am. Authenticity rules the day. All right, let's get to week 14 in the NFL. By the way, best bet, cha-ching, two and one with Monday Night Football pending, but we'll get to all the best bets Later in the podcast, and uh, hopefully you'll like our Monday Night Football winner. 
But I have to start the show not with the Raiders firing their defensive coordinator. Rob G has a lot of thoughts on that. I'm sure he's gonna can't wait to unload later. But um, the New Orleans Saints had won nine straight. Sean Payton undefeated with Taysom Hill as the starter. They are heavy favorites in filthy Delphia against a rookie quarterback with a top five defense in the Saints. And Jalen Hurt, Hurts put it on him. He put the hurting on the Saints. I was stunned, folks. I got to be honest. Um, in the Circle $1.4 million contest, yes, I'm an idiot. I took the Saints. Um, and, and I was just shocked that Jalen Hurts was able to move the football. 17-0 lead at halftime. And it was one of those games where you're just a little surprised, like, huh, are the Saints really the team we thought they were? They hadn't allowed a 100-yard rusher in 55 straight games, dating back to November 2017. They allowed two 100-yard two rushers for the Eagles on Sunday. Uh, Jalen Hurts, the rookie quarterback, in his first start, 106 yards, and Miles Sanders... Yes, Miles Sanders broke off an 82-yard touchdown run. He ended up going over 100 yards. And listen, the Saints came in as one of the best defenses in the NFL. And you don't want to overreact and say they got exposed. But I also have to bring this up. Carson Wentz was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL coming into this game. Jalen Hurts starts. He's not sacked once. 30 pass attempts. Zero sacks. They had. I, I saw the box score last night had them down for three quarterback hits. Where was the pass rush? Was it something that Peterson schemed up because let's play to Jalen Hurts' strengths. Yeah, let's get the ball out. Let's get design runs. If the first option's not there, let's tuck and run. And Jalen Hurts had a game. Now, let's not get it twisted. The Eagles uh, were able to move the football on the ground through the air less so, much less so. And I also need to add, this was the Saints' third straight road game. And we all know that can be difficult. Although, for Washington, third straight road game did not matter to them. Uh, They deliver in the desert. Shocking win for Washington. Goodness gracious. Um, But the big picture, we always like to do big picture here. Um, The Saints now are out of the driver's seat for home field advantage in the NFC. And (laughs) it's the swings in the NFC this season have been Utter madness, okay? Um, A few weeks ago, it was the Seattle Seahawks, right? They got an inside track on the number one seed, and they lay an egg and lose to uh, the New York Giants. So now it's the Saints. They got the inside track on the number one seed, and they lose to the Eagles. And guess who slides on in to the number one seed and the inside track on home field advantage throughout the playoffs? It's your... New MVP leader, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers was magnificent as expected. Three touchdowns, another flawless performance. He wore a tuxedo in the pocket. He was not touched by the Lions. Packers win. Devontae Adams gets a touchdown. Rodgers just, he makes it look effortless. The guy is on such a hot streak. And listen, I've been a Mahomes is the MVP guy. Aaron Rodgers now up to 39 touchdowns. And four interceptions. Staggering. Like, he's unbelievable right now. He's on a tear. And, again, Matt LaFleur is his coach. He's only been there a year and a half. But it is pretty stark how much things have changed for Aaron Rodgers. If you guys remember, in 2016, he had 40 touchdown passes. He was tremendous. 2017, he suffered the injury. Okay, then everybody's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is getting old. What does he have left in the tank coming off an injury? And the Packers were terrible in 2018. That's the year McCarthy got fired. Remember the stories about how they didn't talk in the building? They just, they hated each other. And Rodgers, you know, he was good, 25 touchdowns, two picks. Um, But they were not a good football team. There was the kind of tug of war as to whose team it is. And we've seen that with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. And we saw it with Aaron Rodgers and McCarthy. And a lot of people, myself included, thought there would be some of that with LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. Well, last year, the Packers had no issues. 13-3, uh, and three, they made it to the NFC title game. Uh, some people want to say their defense was a little fugazi and they got lucky. Okay, well, are we saying the same thing again? I know the defense isn't great. Um, Rodgers, 36 touchdowns, 118 quarterback rate. Like, what are we doing here? At some point, we got to put some respect on LaFleur's name, don't we? I mean, this is just, this is a guy who's getting it done. You could say, well, he got handed Aaron Rodgers. Okay, well, 
Bruce Arians got handed Tom Brady. And they're not steamrolling toward the number one seed in the NFC. And here's the scary part, okay? Packers on deck. Panthers, Titans, Bears. Like, that's not scary. This team looks like it's headed toward 13-3. and three. And if Green Bay gets the number one seed at 13-3, and three, who wants to go to Lambeau? Drew Brees, you want to go to Lambeau in January? I, 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 don't, I mean, I don't think that's going to be a great atmosphere outdoors for Drew Brees in January. Um, I, you got you to gotta right now have the Green Bay Packers as the favorite to come out of the NFC. And I know the swings are rapid. And you could say, Jason, it was a fluke game for the Saints. Their defense travels. Packers don't have a D. Okay. Well, the Packers still have some time for their defense to round out. Um, and, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is playing right now at an MVP caliber level. And when you have Pat Mahomes throwing three picks, and yes, I know, two were not really his fault, against the Dolphins, and, and another non-cover, I don't know if MVP cares, MVP voters care <laughs> about the non-cover, but that's five non-covers in a row for the Chiefs who do have the best record in the NFL. Um, It's going to be a Mahomes-Rodgers situation. The one blemish on Rodgers' record this year is the best opponent they've faced, and they have played a fairly easy schedule. The best opponent they faced outside of New Orleans was Tampa Bay, and Rodgers was awful um, in that game. Um, And unfortunately, he's not going to get tested the rest of the way. And um, Pat Mahomes has to go up against the top 10 defense in the Saints this week in another huge uh, game with with playoff implications. Saints went into this weekend inside track on the number one seed. If they lose to the Chiefs um, and Seattle keeps on winning, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how far New Orleans is going to fall. We don't know what's going on with Drew Brees. Um, The guy busted up 11 ribs. Uh, (laughs) Like, what are we rushing Drew Brees back for? The guy's a fossil to begin with. Now, I know Taysom Hill looked limited. He was not really the reason the Saints lost to the Packers, but the NFC is a bit of a jumbled mess. I do want to I do want to note a team that we've kind of been up on, and then they took a bit of a struggle there the last few weeks. That looked impressive Sunday was my main man Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray back to being the old Kyler Murray. And if you remember, a few weeks back, Cliff Kingsbury said, "Oh, we should just split the MVP vote for the next decade between Mahomes and Kyler Murray." And uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't respond, didn't take the bait. He just went out and threw three more touchdowns. Uh, I, I Listen, I do have a futures ticket on Kyler Murray to win the MVP. He will not win the MVP. He's not going to do it. Um, it looks like Rodgers is the guy right now. I, I don't want to count out Mahomes. If he lights up the Saints for five touchdowns, I, well, <laughs> you know, I'm definitely not voting against Mahomes. Um, I would never bet against Mahomes again. Um, he's just a, he's a winner, man. That guy's good. Aaron Rodgers, though, flawless. And I hate to keep bringing up the LeBron analogy. I've made it many times that Aaron Rodgers is kind of the forgotten guy like LeBron. Well, Pat Mahomes, in a way, is kind of the forgotten guy like LeBron James. Uh, we, we always want to look for who's, who's the guy, who's the guy. And the guy's staring right at you. It's Pat Mahomes. And it's also kind of Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, Rob G. I'm torn between this one. I've been riding Mahomes for a while. I don't want to gas up Rodgers because he ripped the Detroit Lions to shreds. I mean, shit, Mitch Trubisky ripped up the Detroit Lions last week. Like, let's not go gaga over this. A uh, bit of a setback from Mahomes, but it's not like they lost. They're 12-1. and one. They have the best point differential in the NFL. L- let's stop putting this team down like, oh, Mahomes lost the MVP. I don't know. This is against a good defense on the road, and he still won the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything you can really say negatively about the Chiefs or Mahomes, even if it was a rough game by his standards. But going back to what you said about Aaron Rodgers, when it comes down to the MVP, it's going to come down to Mahomes and Rodgers. And I think the difference is, and again, when you're when you're comparing guys at this level, you got to really split hair because they're both having great seasons, is Aaron Rodgers did a lot of damage this season without his two only offensive weapons. Devontae Adams missed some games. Aaron Jones missed some games, and he's still trucking along. Thankfully for the Chiefs, well, unthankfully, I'm a Raider fan, but for them, they've been healthy the whole season. I think uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was active, but he sat out a game. I think that's the only one, but even then, he's not a huge part of their offense. Not like they were ever missing Kelsey. They weren't missing Hill at any point this season. So that's where I lean Aaron Rodgers, and especially if he ends up winning the NFC, 
which I believe is tougher at the top than the AFC is, then uh, I think you got to go with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, speaking of your Raiders, they fire their defensive coordinator, Paul Gunther, after a gutless performance against the Colts. My gosh, Frank Reich put him in a body bag. Dude, you look at, I mean, I watched the game and it was like pretty clear from the jump the Colts were going to get what they wanted. Um, they, they had 456 yards of offense, 7.7 yards per play. They punted once, three touchdowns of 40 plus yards. And I, I sound like a jackass if you go listen to last week's podcast about Jonathan Abram of the Raiders. Yeah, he's banged up. He missed a game. He's missing practice. Jonathan Abram was out there, and uh, Rob, I saw your tweet about him, man. You're going after Abram. Like, he looked lost out there. Jonathan Abram sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> I hate to say it, I hate to talk about my own guys like that, but I'm legitimately concerned that he is not going to be in the NFL in two seasons. Oh, let's No, not I'm serious, it. because he is a box safety who gets way too many penalties for you know, a helmet to helmet, usually knocks out his own guys, to be honest with you. He's done that more than once. And he can't cover. So unless you're Jamal Adams, who gives you extra uh, uh, value as a pass rusher, there's no place in today's NFL for a box-only safety. So that's number one. But going back to Paul Gunther, I mean, yesterday, it was bad, but it wasn't even the worst performance I've seen from them this season. But let me, let me give you some numbers. I know you're a big numbers guy, so put this in perspective. On Sunday, it was the fifth time since uh, Gunther's been the defensive coordinator that they had a zero-sack, zero-takeaway game since 2018. (laughs) They only had five of those games total in the previous seven seasons before that. Wow. In three seasons, as the defensive coordinator under Paul Gunther, the Raiders were last in points per game, last in sacks, second to last in yards per play, 29th in passer rating against and 30th in takeaways. Like, they have been bad since he got here. And the one thing that I keep hearing him say or some of his defenders say is, well, you know, we're really young. We're really young on the defensive end. So, you know, what do you expect? And that only works in when you have a young team in period, whether it's any sport, NBA, NFL, Major League Soccer, whatever. If you have a young team, what you gauge them on is how are they developing? How are they coming along? Whether they win or lose, it's not important. Are they making, not making the same mistakes again as they were making before? The Raiders have been the same shitty defense from 2018 through 2020. They make the same dumb mistakes. They can't rush the passer. They can't cover anybody. They can't tackle well. Like, at what point do you look at the coach, and thankfully they finally did, because John Gruden had been hyping it up in hard knocks as the next head coach in the NFL was Paul Gunther. And uh, I'm glad that now, well, I'm not glad he's on the unappointed line, but I'm glad that he's not running the defense anymore in Vegas. So they've lost three of four. Uh, The one win was a lucky one over the Jets. And they have a big game against the Chargers this Thursday. This will probably be the playoffs for them, Rob G. You can't lose this game against the Chargers. Um, The quick, quick glance at the AFC playoff picture. Raiders are the ninth seed right now. Uh, Ravens have a monster game tonight against the Browns. We'll dig into that in the best bet. Dolphins sitting at seven. Colts six. Colts could jump up. Um, It's kind of a crowded five, six, seven um, mess there. But I will say this. The way the Pittsburgh Steelers are trending and the lack of defense on the Tennessee Titans, and let's be real, the Colts defense is not what it was early this season. If you're in that 6-7 spot, you're going to have a shot at an upset because there is no home field advantage in these playoffs. And if the Raiders are able to sneak in, the way Derek Carr moves that offense, um, granted everybody can get healthy, and that's not that's not a given. I think your Raiders will have a quick crack uh, at pulling an upset in the playoffs. Uh, I want to quickly go back to the NFC because, Rob G., you know, we, we haven't done a lot on the NFC East. I grew up in the Northern Virginia area. And I think I've talked about this. When I was a kid, everybody loved the Washington Redskins. That was like the team in the area. And I've always been, you know, kind of uh, one of these guys who goes against the grain. Um, and I didn't. I just decided early on, I don't like Washington. Everybody likes them. Why do I want to do what everybody else is doing? There's no win for me there. There's no upside. I like the New York Jets. That was my team. I decided I like the Jets. And I went, I was like, hey, I'm born in New York. Let me pick a New York team. And the Giants were kind of on top uh, 
you know, at the time they won like the Super Bowl in what, 86 maybe with Sims or 88, something around there. And I just said, no, I want I like an underdog because I'm an underdog. Give me the Jets. And I never really liked Washington, but all my friends did. And I go on Facebook uh, every week. Shout out to people who still go on Facebook. And I got all these friends in, in D.C. hyping Washington, and they were so geeked at the Chase Young performance today. Washington now vaulting into the lead. Washington, Alex Smith. Uh, uh, Rob, I don't know how much of this game you watch. Alex Smith gets hurt at halftime, and they got to put in Dwayne Haskins who Ron Rivera did not like. Remember, they like banished him from the facility for like two months. They just, did, they just didn't want him near there. They didn't think he was studying up on the, uh, the playbook and being a good teammate. It's a second-year guy, and they really treated him like garbage. I don't know the inside details. Um, we're, we're gunning to get a former GM on the podcast later this week who, um, shall we say, may know a little something about that front office in Washington. Um, and then Chase Young, right before halftime, has this scoop and score. By the way, Chase Young had one of the best defensive performances of the weekend. He was phenomenal. Unlike T.J. Watt, who was a, on a friggin' milk carton on Sunday Night Football. But I'm not going to go there yet. Um, Chase Young gets a scoop and score from about 50 yards out. He just picked up the football like he was picking up a Nerf ball. Like I would palm a Nerf ball and just start sprinting. And you're like, oh, what a freak this guy is. And that gave them the cushion. And Dwayne Haskins was serviceable. And Nick Mullins was Nick Mullins. He threw in pick six. Um, the guy I've championed is one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe he's not one of the best. Uh, maybe he's one of the best third string backups in the league. And I got to say, I'm stunned that Washington, the Washington football club is now in position to win the NFC least. Dallas also won, but they're, uh, they're way out of it. Uh, the giants with a bad loss, Danny dimes turned into a pumpkin and um, he was sacked like six times. They mercifully took him out. That was, I guess, the Arizona defense that stinks. And now Washington, which has lost to the Giants twice, I believe. Right, Rob? That is correct. Yeah, Washington's lost to them twice, and now they have the inside track. That's a great story. That is a phenomenal story. The Giants have a chance, though. They next have Browns, Ravens, Cowboys. <laughs> Washington, of course, you know, Seahawks, Panthers, Eagles. I give them a slight edge. Uh, Washington coming off the three-game road trip gets Seattle at home. Not a layup for Seattle. Russ and that shaky offensive line against Washington's menacing front seven will not be an easy game for Russell Wilson. I- I'm going to go ahead and say Washington's going to steal that playoff berth. That is, that, that is a great story in the NFL to go from second overall pick and what does Ron Rivera do down to his third-string quarterback. And he's somehow able to get them into first place. And yes, it took Dak Prescott going down. And it took uh, Carson Wentz getting benched. A lot of stuff had to happen. But you know what? Getting to the playoffs for a a franchise that's been this downtrodden and beat up. I mean, you guys have read all the stories about the the owner there, Dan Snyder. I mean, we had um, former running back Clinton Portis on the podcast a couple weeks ago talking about what it's like in that organization. And you got to give it up to Ron Rivera, man. Only team with a positive point differential in the worst division in football. They won four straight. Kudos to Ron Rivera. So, Rob G., those are the biggest storylines that jumped out at me from this week. Um, It was a good Sunday uh, in the NFL for me financially. It was, um, listen, I'm going to quickly talk about the Jets briefly. It's so funny. If If you guys follow any New York media members on social media, for whatever reason, they're really trying to talk about this year's Jets, right? And that's not relevant to anybody. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a rat's ass that they're 0-13 and stink. So people are trying to say, is this the worst football team ever? Well, no, of course it's not. It's a terrible team. They're 0-13. We get that. The wheels have come off. Adam Gaze sucks. But this idea that like, the New York media is going to try to paint the Jets as the worst team ever so we could get clicks and like make it a story. No, there's no story here. They stink. They're going to get Trevor Lawrence. The goal is let's keep Adam Gaze in as head coach. Okay? He's terrible. He's going to prevent us from winning. Then we'll have a kicker out here who misses three field goals against Seattle. I need to thank him because I had the under and it hit. Um, and, you know, Sam Darnold, another performance where he was not great. And, you know, you still hope you can get a second-round pick for him when you trade him. Um 
And by the way, there, there's going to be some new teams in the mix for Sam Darnold. I'll just I'll leave it at that as we head into uh, week fifteen. Uh, what are we on week fifteen? Yeah, they, if you look around the league closely, there's uh, a couple teams that definitely have openings, and I think there could be a market for Sam Darnold. But the big picture is nobody cares that the Jets stink. All anyone cares about is oh, we're finally getting Trevor Lawrence, the franchise that hasn't had a franchise quarterback. It wasn't Sam Darnold. We wanted him to be when he wasn't. It wasn't Mark Sanchez. We drafted him high in the top 10. It doesn't mean you're a franchise quarterback. You've got to prove that you are one. You know, Just because Baker Mayfield was drafted number one, he's not a franchise quarterback. Jared Goff was drafted high, then got the big contract. He is their franchise quarterback. To get the franchise quarterback status, you've got to get to that big money contract. Okay, Chad Pennington was not the franchise quarterback. Ken O'Brien was not the franchise quarterback. You see what I'm getting at? The Jets have never had one. Nobody cares if they go on 16. They don't. Jets fans want them to lose games. Jacksonville went out, laid an egg. We finally saw the return of Gardner Minshew because Jacksonville, they want in on Trevor Lawrence if they can. Looks like they're going to have to settle for Justin Fields, which is not a bad consolation prize. Um, so I don't know. That, that, that's where I was. Rob G, if there's anything else you want to get off your head, uh, chest <laughs> off your head, uh, in, in week 14, before we get to one college football story, um, go for it. Well, two things quickly. One of them, I hate that you brought up the Jets again. I was listening to your Saturday show as I was taking my dog for a walk on the radio. and uh, Thank you. Thank you. I, I heard you book a Jet-specific guest for that yes, show. And, I, and I, I thought about texting your producer, Gavin, and be like, why are you letting Jason ruin his ratings like this? Like, nobody cares about the Jets. And again, on the show that I produce now, you find a way to work in a four-minute soliloquy about the Jets. So I'm mad at you, but I'm mostly mad at myself. That's number one. Number two, you, we touched on it quickly with the Steelers and, and the kind of down spin that they've been in the last uh, two weeks. And we both kind of agree that they weren't as good as their 11-0 record said. But finally, we see something, a little bit of a crack in their armor with uh, Big Ben after the game. He kind of conceded that, hey, we don't run the ball well enough. We're not a balanced enough team. And I think that's been clear to anybody who watches them play. But to hear Big Ben kind of voice his frustrations out in the media like that, I think is a really telling thing. And it's something that I think that if you're a Steelers fan, you should be concerned about. Because if whatever they give you in the media, we know this. It's a lot worse behind the scenes. They're only going to give you the surface level of whatever positive or negative. So if he's willing to go on the record in the media and say that we need to do a better job running the football and being more balanced, it means that behind closed doors, he's really pissed off at the way that their offense is performing. And I think he knows that they can't play like that if they're going to have any chance of making a run at the Super Bowl. I was going to save this for best bet when I tore apart the Steelers for ruining my uh, one of my bets this weekend. But... um. That loss is on Big Ben, okay? I don't want to hear him blame we're not balanced, okay? They're leading 7 nothing in the late in the first half. They give up a field goal. Okay, fine. You go 7-3. All right, let's get a drive. Let's see if we can get a field goal. And then Ben throws a pick six. And that ruined the game. He lost the game for Pittsburgh on the pick six because the defense had played well in the first half, okay? And in the second half, Brian Dable figured it out, and they went up and down the field on that defense, and... Big Ben could not respond. Yeah, that we know that they're not balanced. But you lost the game, Ben. Don't try to twist it. Don't try to say, oh, well, we're not balanced. You had a two-minute drill, and you failed, and you gave the other team a touchdown. That was the game. Yes, Pittsburgh's not balanced. Can they come through in the playoffs? Well, I don't know, man. They were down four defensive starters. Uh, I saw another starter got hurt. Um, this is just a beat-up team. They haven't had a bye. We talked about this. I I'm upset with Pittsburgh. I, I wanted to see them against... Um, Pat Mahomes at full strength, and they're not. I mean, you if you if uh, it's too bad you can't bring Bush back and Dupree. Uh, Joe Hayden didn't play, and Stephon Diggs had like 75 catches. Like, I mean, they're just too hurt right now. It stinks. Listen, this is a war of attrition. This is a brutal season, and it sucks because Ben had been fairly well, above, uh, average-ish, coming off the injury. You just hope he can do it again next year. Your concern with him every offseason is that he's not going to, like, you know, go all grizzly man and not shave and gain, like, 30 pounds. And, I mean, the guy's immobile in the pocket. They, they had to change how the offense is designed because of his lack of mobility. I mean, he's got to unload the ball quickly because he can barely move. And that's a team I would love for Sam Darnold to get traded to. I know it's in the AFC. Um, but, yeah, they, they need to get younger at quarterbacks. So, um 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm disappointed in Ben Roethlisberger. I'll just leave it at that. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. All right, I quickly wanted to touch on one college football topic. We haven't done a ton of it outside of Jim Harbaugh, but Saturday night, LSU and Florida are playing kind of a heated game, and obviously Florida was a a big favorite, and then their star tight end got ruled out. I mean, the guy's going to be a first-round pick. I had him in my mock draft at 16 uh, to the Patriots, of course, who love tight ends. And Florida gets what appears to be a late-game stop, and an LSU player's shoe came off on the tackle, and the Florida kid was so fired up, he picked up the shoe and chucked it. And he got a 15-yard penalty. And the poor college kid is getting, I'm sure, destroyed. I hope he's not checking his his social media mentions. Ultimately, it keeps the drive going. LSU gets uh, a field goal, and they win by three. Um, I I don't know what you can say (laughs) about the kid, but after the game, Dan Mullen, the often insufferable coach of the Florida Gators, basically was so ticked off that the the loss is going to keep Florida out of the football playoff. And 
his argument was, well, maybe we should not have played this many games. Maybe if we, it was hinting at, hey, Ohio State's going to play half the games we played and they're going to get in. Uh, if we had played half the games like they had, then um, we'd probably be undefeated. He, that's what he's insinuating. And he's not wrong. Uh, he's not wrong at all. But I, I don't know what, what the alternative is. Like, this is a weird season, you know? I'm sure the Milwaukee Bucks and the NBA are like, you know what? We got screwed. We had the best record in the league. We had a massive home court advantage. Um, nobody was beating us in a seven-game series if we had home court advantage. And now we got to go play in a bubble? Well, that sucks. Oh, and guess what? Hanging in the balance is Giannis and the Supermax deal. Like, yeah, the Bucks got screwed. Everybody's getting screwed. I mean, Dan Mullen likes, you know, I, 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 you guys know I coach my kids a lot in sports. And um, one of the things I try to tell them is, like, don't blame the refs. Don't blame the outside circumstances. Um, you win or you lose. And then, you know what? You go on to the next game. It's not the end of the world. Now, it stinks for Dan Mullen. You know, that they're not going to get to the playoff. Um, they've had a great season. There's a lot to build on here. They're going to lose their quarterback um, to the NFL. I don't think he's a first-round pick. Everybody seems to think he's in the mix, but I don't know. I, I don't see it. Um, it sucks, and that's like 2020 in a nutshell. You don't think Ohio State would have liked to have played Michigan? You don't think Ohio State wanted all its games to happen? I don't think Ohio State's a juggernaut. They're really good. Neutral field, Ohio State certainly favored over over Florida. Um, but I don't know, Rob, am, uh, uh, am I defending Ohio State too much here? Like, I just, Dan Mullen's kind of a jerk. Look, I think Dan Mullen is a big jerk. <laughs> but in this case, I agree with him. Now, I think that he should have took his loss like a man, like you'd expect him to tell his players to do because they lost the game fair and square. It, that that call at the end, it was kind of sketchy, but, you know, that's not the reason that they lost. They should have never right. even been that close of a game. But I believe that the college football playoff committee botched this whole season. Oh, well, we, well, we definitely agree So the fact that a team can play 10 games and is going to have their losses hurt them more than a team that doesn't even get to – six games or whatever it is they're going to be playing, six games total, Ohio State, and they're going to be rewarded with the championship, to me, doesn't make any sense. It's not fair. It's 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 clearly, and our, our buddy Dan Patrick says this on his show all the time, this is just a money grab. It's just we're going to get the, the four most marquee, marketable teams in, and that's the way it's going to work. So Alabama, thankfully, they're undefeated, so it's an easy decision. Notre Dame is undefeated, so it's an easy decision. Clemson... I don't know if who they've beaten that you can definitively say that they're the third best team in the country other than, hey, they got the pro, most likely number one pick and the best quarterback we've seen in 30 years, so we got to get them in too. And then Ohio State, who, what, they beat Indiana? That's their claim to fame is they beat Indiana? <laughs> well, though, I mean, the, with the non-conference, nobody's really played anyone, right? Right, but have they really even been that impressive in the games that they've won? Yeah, it's like I mean that's fair. Yeah, it, it's just hey, but Ohio State's a big draw. You know they they're gonna help us compensate for a big ch a chunk of that region in the rating. So let's get them in too. I, I just don't know what the you know the, if if they came to me and said Jason, you know you're so smart. We love your podcast. You're just so talented at everything you do. Jason, what should we do? I mean this is easy. Expand the playoff to eight games. One off. Let's see what happens. Yeah, Just make had, it eight games. We had Peter Burns on, and he said that. He was like, if yeah, there was it's, ever, no, it's a no-brainer. If there was ever a year to expand it, this was the yeah. year to do it. But these uh, – don't I, I can't get too fired up about these college football idiots um, just because they consistently make dumb decisions. Um, and, and it's an old boys network. You know that. It's just a bunch of old white dudes who make the decisions to benefit a handful of schools and keep the pockets lined of their friends who have been in the industry forever – it's ugly and it's disgusting and it, it, behind the scenes is gross. Um, I, I hate what college football has become. I like the games, obviously. Uh, I root for the players. I like it as a farm system for the NFL. I like the pageantry of college football. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's 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 a billion dollar business. And, you know, ah, I'm going on a rant, Rob G. Why'd you get me started on a college football rant? It's an NFL Monday. Come on. 
Um, all right. So, anyways, that that is a uh, kind of a recap of Week 14, a smattering of college football. I think we're going to do some some college football this week. I have a feeling. That's just a gut. Um, so, anyways, there you have it. It's time for the best bet. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This'll never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Save the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off, no dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing Watson X Governance, Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, it's best bet time here on Straight Fire. Had a profitable NFL weekend. Uh, recapping the best bets that we gave out on Friday. Hit the Jets, Seattle under 47.5. Bit of a sweat there as the New York Jets defense just started giving up in the first half. It was 17-3 Seattle early second quarter. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're almost halfway there. 24-3 at the half. Um, you just assumed there was going to be a Jets pick six or a fumble scoop and score. Luckily, that never happened. Darnold really was not awful. Obviously, he wasn't good. But Seattle, 37-3 hitting into the fourth, and they kind of just mailed it in. They were like, all right, Geno Smith, mop things up. He didn't try to win the game. The Jets under hits. That was a nice one. 
Easy teaser cash for you. I mean, Tennessee Green Bay was Cupcake City. Tennessee never threatened at all. Um, and Green Bay, I mean, they, it didn't get dicey. They didn't cover for the game, but given out the teaser, that I mean, that was the easy, easy lock. And those favorites are tough because remember, two weeks ago, Seattle uh, lost outright. Uh, that teaser leg would not hit. And then if you had the Saints in a teaser, uh, that missed. So Tennessee Green Bay, an easy winner. The loss, of course, stung. It was the Pittsburgh Steelers. And listen, I, I didn't go in on them earlier in the podcast because I was so frustrated. And Sometimes you need some time uh, to just relax and unwind. Um, Big Ben lost that game, folks. He was pretty terrible with that pick six at the end of the first half. Think about this. Pittsburgh was in total control of the first half. Buffalo's offense was confused. Josh Allen, three and out. Wacky interception. It wasn't Josh Allen's fault. Three and out. Five plays. Punt. Fumble. Three plays. Punt. They could do nothing. Their first six possessions, 59 yards of total offense. And then at the end of the half, you know, they got to get in the quasi two-minute drill and they get the field goal. Steelers get the ball back under a minute, like about a minute left. And Ben does what he did at the beginning of the game. If you remember, the third down pass was nearly picked off. It was like just a late pass. He kind of blamed the receiver. End of the first half, that was on Ben. A terrible pick six. So with two minutes left, the Steelers are up 7-0. They go into halftime down 9-7. And Buffalo, at all the momentum, they come out in the second half. And whatever Pittsburgh was doing in the first half to confuse Allen, Brian Dable, the great offensive coordinator, figured it out. Buffalo comes out, touchdown, touchdown. And, you know, basically that's ballgame. Uh, Pittsburgh got, they did get one there to make it mildly interesting, but uh, they did not cover, and um, Pittsburgh's in some trouble now. So uh, two and one on the picks. I didn't realize this when I gave out the best bets, but Baltimore, uh, Seattle is the Monday Night Football game. Uh, I'm sorry, not Baltimore, Seattle. Baltimore, Cleveland is the Monday Night Football game. And um, listen, I gave this out at Two and a half on Friday. I got it earlier last week at one. I also got two. Folks, this is one I feel pretty confident about. The problem is now uh, the value seems to be gone. Like, I can't sit here and say to you guys, like, yeah, go out and and bet Baltimore favored by three. Um, because the, most of the value has gone. You know, at one or two. Yeah, great. So hopefully you got it Friday. I'm sticking with that pick. Um at two and a half here for the podcast and scoring purposes, because I know the, there's a bunch of scoreboard lurkers out there. Um, I, I like Baltimore here. The total's starting to tick down. We're looking at a cold weather, probably low-scoring game in Cleveland. A lot of running. Uh, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You know, we could trust Baker Mayfield and Cleveland could last week um, in an easy spot against an easy defense. I don't know if that's the case here. Primetime football game. Uh feisty defense that has seen Baker Mayfield a lot in the last two years. Uh, Aggressive defense that loves to blitz. Uh, Look at the pressure rate. I believe they're fourth in the league. I think they're number one or number two heading into this weekend in most blitzes. Uh, Pittsburgh loves to get after the quarterback. And, you know, we'll see how Baker handles pressure. I do want to remind you guys, I think it was the last time Buffalo had a primetime game. Last year, Baker against uh, San Francisco. I think it was San Francisco. And it, Baker had gone across country, and there was some excitement about the Browns. And oh my gosh, did they get stomped? And Baker was atrocious. And listen, Baker was a primetime quarterback in college, no doubt about that. NFL's a bit of a different animal. And the book's out on Baker at this point, folks. So Baltimore is not going to be surprised by anything. I like the Ravens here. The name that you got to watch for the rest of today is Wyatt Teller. The great guard uh, of the Browns. Honestly, I'm not, I know you're saying like, oh, come on, he's not great. This is a dude who was the number one ranked guard, according to Pro Football Talk. Uh, I'm sorry, not Pro Football Talk. Pro Football Focus had Wyatt Teller as the number one guard. He was on the COVID list. He was activated Sunday. So didn't get to practice much this week. Um just monitor that. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't have COVID. He was in the like the contact tracing situation. But you can't be a practice. You can zoom in on practice. So, you know, some people would say, "Oh, well, he's probably healthy uh, and refreshed since he wasn't at practice. He's being used as a battering ram, getting hit all week." Okay. Um, the other side is, well, I don't. Know. He hasn't had contact, and now he's got to go up against a feisty, aggressive defense. We'll see. I, I think that's a big, big uh, decision there in the middle of the line. Teller's got to protect. He's got to run block. He's really good at his job. 
and Baltimore knows what's coming. So anyways, I got the Ravens in the best bet, uh, profitable weekend, and um, no Tuesday night football this week. However, we do have the NBA coming up, and I'm going to do my best to churn out some NBA best bets. I do have to be careful at the beginning of the season. Everybody's excited. You want to fire. Just remember, um, when the NBA comes around, there is a COVID situation in the league, and in the NFL, you know, you test positive, you're missing a week. In the NBA, with three games a week in a condensed season, I, there's a chance you could miss 12, 14 days, uh, meaning like five, six games. Not because how long you have to be out, but also because of practice. You can, <laughs> COVID hits NFL players a lot differently than it does NBA players. We'll see what, you know, what the time turnaround time is for that. I'm very curious to see um, how the league handles that uh, because in a 72-game season, if a star is missing six, seven games, you know, that's that's much more significant than uh, one game for, you know, a guard or a, you know, linebacker in the NFL. Uh, NBA, much smaller roster, so a lot to consider. Very excited for the start of the NBA season. And um, we'll see what college football brings. This weekend, there are some good games. I think we'll do a best bet on Notre Dame-Clemson. Uh, Notre Dame-Clemson, I'm very excited for that rematch. Um couple good games this coming weekend. So college football, NBA, NFL, rest of the month is going to be fire here on Straight Fire. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.